Luke 21, 7-11. And they asked him, saying, Master, but when shall these things be? And what sign will there be when these things shall come to pass? He said, Take heed that ye be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. And the time draweth near. Go you not therefore after them. But when ye shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified, for these things must come to pass, but the end is not by and by. Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and great earthquakes shall be in diverse places, and famines, and pestilence, and fearful sights, and great, great signs shall there be from heaven. Greetings. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Website, www.scriptureandprophecy.com. Today I thought we'd look at some headlines and do uh, our, well, I guess it's almost bi-weekly, uh, end-time news uh, podcast. And uh, there's some interesting things going on um, that I think deserve attention at this point. Um, I don't jump on the bandwagon, you know, when something's all over the media and it's being pushed and fear's being pushed. I, I usually take a step back and just wait. Uh, because nine times out of ten, uh, it's the, they're pushing the narrative. They're trying to distract us from something. They're trying to push fear so they can push something else. And uh, so I always, you know, always keep all this at an arm's length away. Uh, just, just something I've learned over the years of uh, doing this. Uh, but I think some things uh, deserve our attention. I want to start with... Uh, there's these two articles that both up at the themostimportantnews.com let me start with this one seven major earth changes that are happening now that everyone needs to know about let me look at this article with you guys this morning and uh, let's just take a quick gander at this uh, maybe just read the opening paragraph he says there has never been a time in modern history when our planet has been changing as rapidly as it's changing right now. The sun is behaving very strangely. Freakishly cold weather is breaking out all over the world. Ocean temperatures continue to rise. Volcanoes all over the globe are shooting ash miles into the air. Australia is experiencing the worst wildfires that they have seen and the North Magnetic Pole has been moving at a pace that is deeply alarming to scientists. Could it be possible that all of this bizarre activity is leading up to some sort of crescendo? Sadly, most people don't even realize this is happening, and it is because the mainstream media only emphasizes stories that fit with particular narratives that they are currently pushing. But it's gotten to the point where nobody can deny that really weird things are happening. And, uh, you know, I, I've been seeing lots of articles over the last year. Earthquakes. Uh, lots of volcano stuff. Wildfire stuff. Um, you know, these, these things are happening uh, at an alarming rate. Uh, to the point where there's some, there's a new article about it on a regular basis. 
something that jumped out to me that's been on my mind a lot lately. Um, he he points out in the article that the he says the sun is behaving strangely. Freakishly cold weather is breaking out all over the world. I can't help but wonder if the end of days, the time of judgment, will involve severe cold temperatures. Uh, maybe like a mini ice age or something like that. Um, we were just reading out of the ancient book of Enoch last week. And even the book of Enoch mentions this as part of the judgment in the last days. Again, the book of Enoch is not the Bible, so we we approach it with speculation. Uh, but I think it's interesting nonetheless. And uh, I just want to read a few verses for you. And, and end with that verse real quick, uh, just so that you know about it, in case you haven't been participating in the study, just so you know that this is in here. Uh, so let me read like 10 verses for you about the judgment coming, according to the book of Enoch, on a sinful world. And uh, it's I'll be reading from chapter 100 in the book of Enoch, if you're curious here. I'm going to start with verse 7 and read through verse 13. It says, Woe to you, sinners, on the day of strong anguish, ye who afflict the righteous and burn them with fire. You shall be required according to your works. Woe to you, ye obstinate of heart, who watch in order to devise wickedness. Therefore shall fear come upon you, and there shall be none to help you. Woe to you, ye sinners, on account of the words of your mouth, and on account of the deeds of your hands, which your godlessness has wrought. In blazing flames, burning worse than fire, shall ye burn. And now, know ye that from the angels he will require as to your deeds in heaven, from the sun and from the moon and from the stars in reference to your sins, because upon the earth ye execute judgment on the righteous. And he will summon to testify against you every cloud and mist and dew and rain, for they shall be withheld because of you from descending upon you, and they shall be mindful of your sins. And now give presence to the rain, that it be not withheld from descending upon you, nor yet the dew when it is received gold and silver from you, that it may descend. Last verse, verse 13. And when the hour frost and snow with their chilliness, and all the snowstorms with their plagues fall upon you. In those days, you shall not be able to stand before them. And so when we read that last week, I just it really jumped out at me because I already have this notion in my mind that, hey, maybe, you know, and, and when you look at, you know, cycles and things like that, it, it's very likely this could happen. And so I just found that very, very interesting. Um, and so you can do what you want with that. I just thought I would point that out. Um, and especially since we're seeing freakishly cold weather breaking out all over all over the world. Uh, I just wanted to point that out. All right, let's move on uh, to the next article here, which is four plagues. Four plagues are marching across Asia. Simultaneously. 
Let's take a look at this. You know, one of the things in the last day is pestilence, right? And this is uh, this is the thing that I uh, didn't want to jump on the bandwagon about because I I'm still I still wonder uh, how it came about, who's behind it, uh, all that kind of stuff. But I am going to just read you this article here, or at least part of it. All right, four plagues that are marching across Asia simultaneously. The coronavirus outbreak that is raging all over China right now has been making headlines on a daily basis all over the globe, and rightly so. At this point, we don't know if it will ultimately become a horrifying global pandemic that will affect tens of millions of people. But what we do know is that the virus spreads very easily, and the number of cases has been rising at an exponential rate. Meanwhile... Three other plagues have also been marching across Asia, Asia, and most people in the Western world don't even realize that it is happening. What I'm about to share with you in this article is quite chilling, and the months ahead will be very dark if these plagues continue to spread. Long before we ever heard of this new coronavirus, African swine flu fever was devastating pork farms from one end of China to the other. There is no vaccine for pig Ebola, there is no cure, and once it hits a farm, the only thing that can be done is to kill every single pig so that it won't spread anywhere else. But even through draconian measures, even though draconian measures have been implemented, it just keeps spreading at this point. Prior to this crisis, approximately half of all the pigs in the entire world lived in China, and they would usually slaughter about 700 million a year, but now pork production has absolutely plummeted um and he is continuing to talk about this uh at this point we don't know how bad the outbreak is meanwhile there has been a very alarming resurgence of h5n1 bird flu in china according to the daily mail more than 17,000 chickens have been culled in an effort to keep this new outbreak from spreading Well, he says the truth is all these outbreaks are very, very concerning. And so the article, again, this is up at uh, mostimportantnews.com, talking about all these different viruses that are sweeping through Asia right now. It, and it is very alarming uh, when you start seeing the numbers that are being reported, if those numbers are in fact true. Um. Sometimes I just wonder what the agenda is here. Um, did this just come out of nowhere? You know, those are the kind of questions that I ask and raise. And so I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm keeping a close eye on it. But uh, it's definitely, definitely something to be taking seriously. I think to be keeping an eye on, not to walk around in fear. You know, I'm not going to walk around terrified or, or anything like that. But um, don't want to be ignorant of these things. So we have all these natural disasters taking place around the world. We have plagues marching through Asia. I mean, I just can't help but, but ask myself, hey, and I've kind of felt lately like God's been trying to get my attention again, like saying, hey, it may be time to start paying attention closer again to the signs and the things going on in the world. Um... 
you just kind of feel, and I've kind of felt like that, and I think I mentioned that to you guys is where you were going into the year 2020, that I just felt like there's something about this year. I don't know what, but I just think it's going to be a year to remember, and it has definitely started off that way. And I think many of us can acknowledge that. In addition to, we've got all these uh, pestilence and plagues running through Asia. We've got all these major earth calamities happening, earthquakes, volcanoes, severe temperatures, things like that. In addition to that, we also have hordes of locusts sweeping across the Middle East. So let's take a look at a couple of these headlines. And so there's there's several articles. Um, I'm going to go with the one... Uh, up at God in a nutshell. Uh, this writer starts with uh, Joel one four, which says, The gnawing locusts have left, the swarming locust has eaten. And what the swarming locust has left, the creeping locust has eaten. And what the creeping locust has left, the stripping locust has eaten. It says, Yes, the context of Joel 1 is the land of Israel. The prophet goes, The prophet does offer a glimpse into the future of the promised land. There is an estimated 80 to 90 species of locusts in the Middle East. And locusts are, locust plagues are a sign of the end of days, according to Joel. The Middle East, February 2020, plagues of locusts are gaining steam and growing across the region in countries of Pakistan, Oman, Yemen, Ethiopia, Ethiopia Kenya, Eritrea, and Djibouti. And I'm sure I'm mispronouncing those. Uh, some of those. Uh, give me grace this morning, friends. It's five in the morning. Um, let's continue on. These are reported to be the most devastating swarms in over 70 years. The region is already on alert for food needs, and now locusts have invaded. Officials in Kenya have resorted to using pesticides from airplanes, machine guns, tear gas, shouting and banging drums. Officials state that they are having a hard time addressing the locusts because the area is complicated by regional wars and conflicts. 2019 was a wet year for eastern Africa due to tropical cyclones. Officials are very concerned because the timing of the swarm is prior to entering the wet season in the region. With increased water and warm temperatures, experts warned the swarms could expand 500-fold, allegedly. So... Plagues of locusts sweeping through Africa or sweeping through the Middle East. Lots of strange things going on. And of course, there's other headlines here. Hordes of locusts blocks out the skies in Saudi Arabia and Yemen. Another one says locust swarms of biblical proportions forces Somalia to declare a national emergency. Wow. Uh, I mean, I don't think we can deny that some very crazy and biblical style events are taking place. I mean, it's time. You know, it's it when you've been watching for a long time, you've been paying attention to this stuff for a long time, year over year. It it can get to the point where your eyes just kind of glaze over, right? And I mean, you've seen one headline, you've seen them all, you've gotten hyped up a million times. Um, and it's, so it's easy to get kind of complacent. And, and, and quite frankly, if you're not careful, you'll go back to sleep. 
And I just feel like right now God is saying, this is not the year to go back to sleep. It's time to pay attention. It's time to watch. And that's why we're beginning, why more and more you're seeing me doing these end-time headlines again more often, uh, a couple times a month now. Uh, and it may increase, I, you know, as the insanity increases, I may have to increase my recording of some of this stuff. But strange things are t- are taking place. We need to be paying attention. Um, we need to be getting our lives right. And this is the attitude and the posture that we're always supposed to take. You know, we just got done also, uh, we're, we do our Torah study every Thursday usually. Our Torah portion study. And last week was about the Passover. And the Israelites were instructed to eat the Passover with a, with their shoes on, right? With their cloak tucked in and their staff in hand. And to eat the Passover quickly. And the reason was that it was because it was, well, the main reason for them at that time is that at, at a moment's notice, they were going to have to leave Egypt. They didn't know when it was going to be, but they needed to be ready to go. So they were instructed to eat the Passover, completely prepared to walk out the door immediately in the event that they were called to leave Egypt right then and there. And that's what happened. It's also kind of a foreshadow that we are to be ready. Messiah could appear tonight. And we, I know, again, and you hear me say this, but I'll say it again. I know people have their end times timelines and charts, and they think they know the order of events and how things are going to look and how they're going to play out. I'm telling you, it's going to come as a shock to the whole world. I think prophecy teachers around the world will find themselves gravely mistaken. It's not God's plan is not all going to fit into everybody's little timeline and charts. You need to be ready now. It may be 10 years from now. Maybe 100 years from now. Might be in five minutes. Is your heart right? Are you in right, intimate relationship with Messiah right now? With Jesus Christ, Yeshua. The end of days may be closer than we realize. Well, my friends, that's the podcast for this morning. And I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that it's uh, blessing you in some way. I know we're talking about heavy topics. um, But I'm hoping that it encourages you to take your relationship with God seriously and to to be paying attention and looking up. and, And that's why we do this. We don't do these headlines and stuff like that to cause fear. Rather, it's to uh, hopefully show people the the need to draw near to Christ right now. A couple of things real quick going on. If you go to the website, scriptureandprophecy.com, um, I'm going to try at some point today, I don't know when it'll be, to get the show notes up for the podcast so that you can see the article headlines and things of that nature. Uh, but there's also a devotional that I'm writing every single week to help encourage people in the faith and in their walk with Christ. Um, you can get that sent directly to your email. If you just go to scriptureandprophecy.com, right there in the middle of the page at the top, you can put your name, email address in, and get the devotional sent to you. That also gets you access to three of the six currently uh, Biblical Hebrew for Beginners videos. 
and uh, the devotional um, will be sent to your emails. I've been I've been sending it out on Saturday mornings, but I think it's going to start coming on Sunday mornings. And uh, Patreon subscribers, uh, you get it a day early along with the video version uh, posted at the Patreon page, which you can view from the Patreon app on your cell phone or just by going to the Patreon page on your computer. Uh, the support, you can support this mission, support the work that's being done here, and just go to scriptureandprophecy.com, click on Donate and Support. That helps more than you could possibly know. And so... I am working diligently on the End Times devotional book uh, that should be out in about 30 to 60 days. I've been working on that for six months, and I'm hoping that it will encourage people and bless people and open people's eyes to the truth about the, about the times we're living in. And more importantly, prepare people to be ready to meet Messiah. And so that's kind of my mission right now uh, that I feel God has given me is to is to be pointing people to his son, and telling people, hey, it's time to be ready. Prepare your hearts. Don't be like the foolish virgins who went back to sleep and didn't have enough oil and the call came at midnight and they weren't prepared to meet him. Don't be like the foolish servant who thought in his heart, my master is delayed his coming and he went back and to doing sinful things, drinking with the drunkards and... Then the master comes back, and he's appointed. His portion is appointed with the unbelievers. It says, "It's serious. Your faith is serious. It's the most serious thing that you can do and take, and it's to be handled with care, not so willy-nilly." Okay, that's all I have for you this morning peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.